Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Redmen TV. It is the opposition preview ahead of the game against Chelsea at Anfield. I've got Louis Beneventi from the Louis Beneventi channel. Uh, go over and check him out on YouTube if you like your talk about Chelsea. If you don't, well, he's just a nice guy and you can give him a subscribe anyway. Um, Louis, thanks for joining us today, mate. Big game in the battle for top four. Ah, doesn't get easier to say that for me, to be honest with you. I thought we were out of that race, Louis, but Chelsea, very much in it. Um... I feel ahead of it. Well, I always feel nervous in any game we play because it's just so. It's especially these sort of games because it's a big game, and I think it's Liverpool. You, you can turn up whenever you want, but I'm a bit more settled at the moment because we look a lot more settled. Um, I can multitask when we watch games at the minute because it's that boring. But at least we get the job done. That's kind of how I'm feeling at the moment. How are you feeling after Lampard got the boot? Because here's a, here's a lad who was a legend for you. Mm. I think you really liked him as well. Um, were you down in the dumps a little bit? Yeah, I was. I mean, for me personally, I think I've, I don't really have an affiliation to Chelsea managers anymore. Um, I kind of just watch the football. I try and obviously I support the club, but I try and give as much of a balanced view as I can. Um, I try not to get attached. I mean, obviously Mourinho for me. Conte, Ancelotti, Lampard, you know, that's four managers which I had a massive affiliation with and we've just seen it kind of crumble a bit. But I mean, look, this is a new guy who's come in. He's in the hot seat. I hope he does really well. Any manager who does, who comes into Chelsea, I hope does really well. And at the minute, he, he's doing a good job. Um, but as it is with Chelsea, unfortunately, you can't wallow in self-pity for a long time. You've just got to, you know, get used to merry-go-round and, and get going again. But it would be nice to maybe see Tuchel stay and actually develop something. So there's a more of a soul rather than just a, you know, merry-go-round per se. Nothing wrong with winning trophies, but I'd like to do it with, with a bit of a philosophy as well. Isn't the philosophy win trophies, sack your manager? Yeah, it is. But I mean, and I, I look, it's great. I, I love the cutthroat mentality. I love winning games. But for me, it's like I, I, I like seriously. Like I, I have a lot of respect for you know for Liverpool, Man United, Real Madrid, Barcelona. You know, there's these are clubs, Celtic as well. All clubs which have had you know developments and and had philosophies. But like so you guys had Shankly, Paisley. You know, Man United had Busby, Fergie, uh, Celtic, Jock Steen, obviously Barcelona, Johan Cruyff. Like there's a there's an element to to how the clubs are being built where it says this is not just a cutthroat mentality of we are this club, we need to be winning things, but also we need to be doing it in this specific way. And it looked like Frank Lampard was trying to implement that. But I think, you know, hindsight is a beautiful thing. The job did come too early for him and he was made a scapegoat because no one else would take the job. Mm. Um, and that's what's come out uh, of Chelsea recently. But 
you know, like I said, move on. Just hope Thomas Tuchel gets more than 18 months. Well, that's, that's his, is, is his contract just 18 months? It's Yeah, it's 18 months, and I think there's uh, a possible for an extension. Um, but, I mean, look, Chelsea have been smart with it, just in case it does go wrong, that they can bring someone else in that's going to be relatively cheap to replace him. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> find me a top-class manager that's not going to come to Chelsea just for a payday now, you know? Um, there's not many that you haven't had, to be fair, Louis. No, like you've had no. most of them, haven't you? You know what I mean? Mm, I always exactly. sort of forget Phil Scolari as well. Like, I mean, <laughs> there was a top draw manager who like, won World Cups and all kinds of stuff. And he's just one of just another in the graveyard of Chelsea managers over the last 15 years. Anyway, Tuchel is in. What has he changed? We look, we look a lot more sturdy. Um, I mean, the biggest thing he's changed is instead of playing a four-back, we're playing a three-back currently. Um, and we play with with two ball players as the double pivot rather than a, a Kante who would be the first name on the team sheet for most teams. He played against Manchester United, but I don't know if he'll play against you guys. Um, we're usually playing with Jorginho and Kovacic. Um, and our back three is made up of uh, of players, which quite frankly, I think, you know, under Lampard, they wouldn't have got a look in. And they're playing really well at the minute. I mean, you've got uh, Antonio Rudiger's coming to the side. Uh, Aspilicueta, obviously, was on his way out by the looks of things, but he's coming as part of that back three. Uh, and Andreas Christensen, who obviously got a red card against you guys and looked absolutely woeful in the last game. He's come in and he's actually stepped up really well. And, I mean, it might be interesting to see if Thiago Silva can actually even get back into the side. I think he will just because of the pure star quality that he brings. But I think that, you know, it's we've been playing with these guys and Marcus Alonso is playing back at left wing back. So, you know, it's it's been a really interesting one and he, he's changed a lot there and we just look to hold on to the ball a lot more. There's a lot, there's not as much um, of us we're moving without a plan. I think towards the back end of Lampard's tenure, you, you didn't actually see any shape. It just looked like 11 blokes went out on the pitch, kicked the football about and won't get anything from it. Whereas now there's a bit of stretch to our play. There's a clear... Uh, style as well. I mean, Hudson Adoris has moved to a, a right wing back position, but obviously the way that we play, um, Thomas Sukal really likes to use the, the full backs, the wing backs, sorry, as full scale wingers. So mm. it's Marcus Alonso's dream because he can't defend to save his life. Uh, so he's getting further up the pitch as is uh, obviously Hudson Adoy, which means that the players that are playing as the inside forwards actually are able to get involved with the game a bit more as well. Um, so, I mean, it's, 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 it's really good. We look, we look a lot more attacking, but we've lost an element of the directness. So what will happen is we'll get to that final third and we just can't put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and that's been our curse uh, under, under obviously Tuchel. But I mean, the baseline of, of every good side is to keep clean sheets. And we have been doing that and we weren't doing that under Lampard at the back end. Well, that's it, is it? I mean, you know, he's been in charge obviously since Wolves. I think in that time, am I right in saying you've like played nine or something, or played eight and, and scored eight? And, and I think you've only conceded one against was it Southampton or something? So while Tuchel's been in there, yeah, we conceded two own goal, and I think it was ah. a penalty. All right, okay. Um, so I mean, you can tell already, can't you? You, you know, the, the the defensive base is there for all to see. And you know, I wondered whether I watched the Man United game at the weekend, and I just wondered whether Kovacic and Kante might be something we'd see in big games, because um, mm. that the steel there seemed to really lend itself to to that big occasion and stuff like that. But do you think we will see Kante and Kovacic, or you know, will the is Hudson Odoi going to be in for this one? Because obviously he picks up an injury, doesn't yeah. he, in that game? Um, well, he might be. I don't. I don't know fully about that. If if he's not, you're probably going to be seeing Reese James come in there, which obviously is even more still. He's a mountain. Um, but I think that he might. You might see Kovacic Kante. I think based on what you were telling me over my channel about the 
uh, where you guys are playing them in your midfield, I think we might go for more ball retention and make you guys chase us a bit more. Um, that's what I do anyway. But I mean, I'm I'm not Thomas Tuchel, so we'll have to see what happens on the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's Kante has always been a very interesting one because he's not been getting into the side as much recently. Obviously, he's had a lot of injuries, um, but he he is kind of become more of a bit part player, almost been used more as the uh, the John Obi Mikel of old, you know, the guy that you bring on to just keep it tidy at the back end of a game. Mm-hmm. And it might just be a case of, you know, he is 29, he might be slowing down because he has run obviously a lot of miles over the past three or four years for Chelsea, for Leicester, for France. You know, he's been unreal um, and he is the best at what he does in the world still. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that happens. Um but what I about think, the forwards, I think, Louis? What about the forwards, mate? Are we looking at Abraham and, and or Werner in this one? I, I think you'll be looking at Abraham or Werner. I think we're going to go for a bit more mobility. Giroud's played the last couple of games uh, and has, he's, he's our best centre-forward by a country mile, um, but he's not exactly mobile. And, you know, playing into the strengths of, obviously, if you have Fabinho and Kabak, you know, he's a, he's a big lump who they will just deal with all day. Um I think Timo Werner might come in on the left-hand side. Um, a bit of pace for you guys to worry about. Um, Tammy Abraham might be there, but playing with Tammy Abraham's like it's like playing with ten men. But somehow it's it's ridiculous. His, his stats. He's our top goal scorer since he's uh, started in 2019 for us. He scored 21 goals. So it's like um, it's an anomaly. It doesn't make sense. He's a good player, but he, he's just very much a fox in the box. He doesn't really offer anything else. Um, and the way that uh, that Tuchel's been playing, he likes his centre forward to be involved in the build-up play as well, uh, as well as having that sense of physicality and that mobility. Um, and Tammy just doesn't quite do that. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how we play. But I mean, I'd like to see Werner be used against the high line with balls over the top, but I don't think that will happen. It's going to be very much A to B to Timbuktu to Z back to B. So we, are we looking at, is Zicek going to be the guy on the right-hand side now for you? Is that going to be a consistent thing? He's not actually been playing that much. Um, obviously, he got injured, but then he's not really been in favour under Thomas Tuchel. And he's, again, been very much a bit part player. He started in the previous game, uh, but he was brought off. And he does have that final ball in him. But again, he doesn't really get involved in the play. He's very lethargic. Um, you'll probably be seeing Mason Mount. Um, mm. Best player for us by country mile. Potential to be one of the, the best uh, in Chelsea's history, I feel, potentially. Um not only does he understand the club, but he's also just a straight up fantastic player. He's much, much like we were talking about Gene Wijnaldum. Uh, he's, he's, he can play anywhere. You know, he, he does the job wherever you put him. And um, I think you'd be more likely to see him on that right hand side of the front three. Um, and he, he just gets involved with the player. He's, he's scoring a few more goals recently and has been far more um, involved. So you're probably more likely to see him on the right hand side of that front three. And then, so wrapping it up, then how are you? How are you feeling heading into this one? You must have seen the results at Anfield and the form that we've been in. Surely you must be thinking you can put some daylight between you and us, Chris. It's me. I'm never confident. <laughs> I look. I, I, there's a part of me which is sitting there thinking that, but there's also a big part of me going, I don't think this Chelsea side yet has the ability to go for the jugular. I think we're one world-class striker, maybe a number six away from doing that. Um, we These are the sort of games where when your rivals for certain places are down, you, you mm. need to take advantage of that. And we we don't do that. Um, I think it's, 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 it'll be a penalty or it'll be something like that because what will happen is we'll 
tap the ball around the box. We haven't got that final pass. And then by the time that final pass can be available, you'll have 11 men back behind the ball. So it's mm. it's going to be very, very difficult for us to, to I think, break you down. Um, and it's not even Tuchel's fault. It's been a problem since Sari, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think, look, going into this game, I want three points, but I don't think we'll get it. I think it's more likely to be a draw. What about, like, we've talked a lot about Liverpool and how Chelsea should exploit Liverpool's weaknesses and stuff, Lou, but how, if there's anything right now under Tuchel, what are Chelsea's, if there are any, how are we going to score goals against you? Uh, I would probably say attacking us down the wings. Um, like I said, that the wing-back position, especially on the left-hand side, is is very weak. Uh, people might disagree with me because I think Marcus Alonso is great. But the thing with Marcus Alonso is he's great because he scores the goals. He doesn't defend to save his life. Um, so it's very likely Mo Salah could probably maybe get down that right-hand side. Um, Bobby Firmino could be key for you as well if it means he can do what he does best, which is you know pull players onto him and be very technical with the ball and make the space for other players. Um, that's probably where you're going to get at us the most, but it's then getting it into the box, which could prove to be a completely different scenario. Mm. Um, but the midfield battle will be key for that whole thing to open up. If you guys win the midfield battle and expose us on the wings, you probably will be scoring goals. Um, but that's what worries me because this Liverpool side has all the components, even if it's not the strong, strongest right now, your front three and everything else, it has all the components to break us down. And this could be our biggest test so far. Let's hope it is, and let's hope Liverpool get that victory that we need because we are in a battle for top four and Chelsea are one of those rivals. Louis, thank you so much for joining me, mate. Uh, I'm not going to ask you for a score prediction because I think I think I know it's going to be 1-0 to Chelsea and it's going to be by a penalty, I think. Is mm, I'm going 0-0 draw, mate. Oh, wow, okay, big time, big time. <laughs> Louis there putting his fucking cock on the table, slapping it down, nil-nil draw. Um, thank you very much for watching. Go and check out the preview I did with Louis over on his channel. We'll put a link in the description for you. Uh, until next time, we'll see you all soon. Ta-ra. Thank you so much for watching the Redmen TV YouTube channel. Everything we do here is funded by our wonderful subscribers to theredmentv.com. Get over there, sign up and get amazing additional content, interviews, documentaries, mini-series and, of course, additional pre- and post-match day content. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.